Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virtuous Unicorns podcast. In this show, we are joining up with the lovely Tony Wheel for her health Q&A shows, which are currently live streamed on her YouTube channel. And we are live exactly at noon Eastern time. Well, I should say Eastern summertime, actually. This is Tony Wheel. And I am, as every Thursday at this time, together with Sarah from Virtuous Unicorns. I was almost going to say from Precious Unicorns. (laughs) Virtuous, Precious, you know, the same. Because I had to think of you and I thought Precious. Oh, thank you. You're you're Virtuous. (laughs) Thank you very much. Not haven't always been that way, but you know, it's always up to you to decide what you want your path to be like and what your future. So everyone can change. Yeah, well, for me, the virtuous was a, a new word, you know, English. And then I'm thinking, okay, now what is the Dutch version for that? And um, so far, we don't have our Dutch uh, friends uh, online yet. Mm-mm. He probably knows it better, but I, when I think of virtues, I think of a word like zedig, and that is not quite a word I like because then I have to think about nuns. So, oh. <laughs> so it's probably something else. I really, it's something I have to look up. I'm going to put the Zoom link uh, in here for uh, if any, anyone shows up. I don't know, did I do the right thing on, the, on YouTube? even uh ah grant is there yeah so i did it correctly <laughs> Yay. hi grant says we have five people on so hi everyone yeah people didn't expect us to be on time <laughs> <laughs> surprise <laughs> well we never really that late so it may be a few minutes or if things not working at all <laughs> today everything works router works yeah, uh, the Wi-Fi. There's no storms. Not until later this afternoon, and I finally have a new roof over my uh, house. Oh, wonderful! So now the uh, I don't need to worry about big rainstorms anymore. That's wonderful. We had a tornado touchdown. <clears throat> um, just I don't know, two miles uh, away. Right now, um, yesterday. So. Uh-huh. The little area that it did hit, it's pretty bad. So um, I, I think we actually had more than one tornado in the area, so I'm not sure, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. We have no damage, everything's okay in our area, so. Yeah, and there was um, a few years ago, there was a small tornado and it had to go exactly between my neighbor's house and this house and it took off part of their roof and damaged part of our house. So it's not very common in Florida. You don't see the big ones like uh, like you guys have. And mm-hmm. at one time I was on a motorcycle trip and I was guiding it. So I was responsible for all these people. And uh, there were truck drivers and others and they, I didn't live here then, you know, I was still traveling here only. And uh, had no experience with the type of weather. <laughs> in this country and what could happen and we were at a truck stop and there were truckers telling us you better stay here and not go anywhere with those bikes and you could see it in the distance and the next day we heard how close it was but uh, it was definitely interesting 
Have you ever driven through Kansas? Oh yeah. So we were uh, we were at a um, rest, not a rest. Yeah, it is a rest area. Uh, we just pulled over to use the restroom, and um, they have the weather playing like twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> I guess just in case something stirs up, and you're just out there in the middle of just complete flatland. And I told yeah. my husband, I was like, "This doesn't make me feel comfortable out this open." this much of open land I'm more of a in the woods type person (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah yeah I um I traveled in um many states I have not been in North Dakota and not in Washington state uh not in uh, Oregon but I traveled to all the other states Mm -hmm. yeah I haven't been to any of them have you been to Montana yes oh yes Montana's on my list for sure yeah, Montana, Wyoming. I love the Black Hills in South Dakota. That was always my favorite. So pretty. And there many times the Sturgis Valley. <laughs> I was going to say, did you go to Sturgis? Sturgis pretty wild. <laughs> well, when I got there the first time in 81, it wasn't really that wild. And I was there by myself. I had a Harley and I had all these bikers kind of wanted to take care of this lady from the Netherlands. <laughs> I even made it to the local newspaper and the, the, head, the header or the headline said, uh, Dutch woman writes all the way from the Netherlands on her own Harley. And I thought, how the heck would you do that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but you really have local... lived a life of adventure. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Yeah, it was a local, local newspaper, 1981. I, I had been back there for at least, oh, 20 years, every year going back to the Black Hills. I loved it so much. Mm. And since I live in the U.S., which is 20 years now, I haven't been there anymore. Oh. Yeah, yeah kitties, lots of kitties. They keep me, uh, they keep me where I am. <laughs> keep us <laughs> grounded. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there's a wild horses that I follow that live in the Black Hills. Um, so I follow them on Instagram about people posting about them and stuff, watching them. And they're, they're just beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, but it, it's, it's gorgeous there. But there's so many beautiful places in the United States. But the Black Hills had my heart. Absolutely. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was an amazing, it's an amazing area there. Lots has changed and the gambling came in in the mid 80s. Yeah, so it was, uh, you know, bigger roads in, in all the little the little towns were all of a sudden. Yeah, it was all casinos everywhere. So it took the charm out of it. But it, I guess it was necessary for the economy because it was pretty bad there. It's yeah. um, I, I went um, um, because of what you sent me in, uh, in a pro- private uh, chat, a chat about um, people that you came across that um, would who definitely would need uh, our help in healing. And um, we just, you know, had a brief conversation about that, about what we can do. I see that you found, um, I don't know if you only see them on uh, TikTok or other places. And can you, can, you, can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, so it's a married couple. Um, I don't know too much about him, but he is paralyzed from, I believe, just the waist down. And she pretty much cares for him. Um, I mean, I know he can do certain things, but she carries him, puts him in and out of the boat. She puts him in and out of his truck, you know, they do all kinds of stuff. She carries him upstairs. I mean, you know, it's just amazing the bond that they have, but 
I have been very curious about some of the stuff that Dr. Morris does touch on about with people that are paraplegics or whatnot. And um, I forget the highest uh, part of the vertebrae that he goes to, but talking about repairing the, I don't know what it is, like the nerve system or everything that goes there uh, through, you know, fruit and herbs, like, would it be a way that we could reach out to people like that? Or, you know, even, I don't know, look into that further of some sort, because I would love to help people. Um, there's another uh, young woman, I believe she's only 2021. 20, she was in a car accident when she was 17 years old, and she's been paralyzed from the neck down. So she's in a wheelchair and she uses like a, a straw, I believe it is to kind of drive her wheelchair and whatnot with her mouth. And, um, you know, it's just, if, if there's ways that we could help these people or whatever, my theory has always been, what, um, why not try? And especially if it's just, you know, some fruit and herbs, it's not like, you know, we're going to go in and cut you open and try to repair you that way, but, you know, just giving your body a chance to try to heal itself. Yeah, I think the issue is how do you connect with uh, with people like that? Because it's usually other people who, um, you know, share about their story. Because I remember a few weeks ago, you sent me another one. And, um, and I have seen one, um, wasn't that about a lady with a skin issue? Mm -hmm. So yeah. unbelievable bad that every, every, like, every little inch on her skin was uh, everywhere affected and um, I don't know her age in the 40s maybe and um, it's like how can we reach out to people like that and and um, yeah this is maybe an odd question should we um, is it that we see them and offer our help or is it that um, if they need our help, it would come in front of them anyway? Yeah, this is one we have to think about. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm sorry, I was going to pull up TikTok just to kind of see what I could see, but I had like she was doing a live and my whole theory was it's something that they're publicly putting out there. So it's not, you know, something that's private or personal, like they are discussing their health issue and yeah. um, talking to people about it and whatnot. But um, I did, you know, kind of reach out and just said, you know, at least check out Dr. Morris, here's some videos, left her some links, stuff like that. But she responded back and said, there's no cure. So that is, that is because that's what they have been told. Yep. Yeah, and I know of um, a few people, and <clears throat> this actually um, was on the news, this is a, a while ago, maybe eight, 10 years ago already with Dr. Morris, that he made it to uh, the, the news channel, the Fox News, Fox 13, I think, on uh, in, in Tampa. And uh, they did a before and after with all the, uh, the photos of his spine, the x-rays. And uh, and the improvement improvement after he had been for a while on the, on the well on the, on the Dr. Morse's protocols with you know with all fruit and the uh, appropriate herbs and uh, how much better that he got that is when he actually made the mainstream news mm -hmm. and um, also with a guy who uh, was a skydiver and uh, his parachute didn't open. There was a story, he was paralyzed and I think he got, I believe he got walking again. He was in at least, heals a lot. Mm -hmm. 
from all the broken uh, bones in his body. Now we know broken bones, uh, they, uh, they heal anyway. A nerves is a different story because I personally experienced that after I had an, uh, an uh, herniated disc and um, pretty badly um, uh, damaged nerves in my uh, left leg, which um, always, yeah, you <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, in Dutch, they call that, oh, you have a flap foot. <laughs> it's such an, uh, such an odd, uh, an odd word, but I think the word would even be the same in, uh, in English. But yeah, you could hear me walking. And they told me then uh, a nerve can heal, you know, it can take five years before it heals. I don't know why they they have that five years because we know, you know, all cells gen generate every seven years. So seven years would have made more sense. And, um, but yeah, that was in the beginning, it was really bad and it got a little better, but it never got a hundred percent. So the, the nerve that was damaged, uh, I only had 5% function in a certain nerve that was never, never came back to 100%. But I wasn't on all fruit, let's say that. That was way, 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 way before I even knew about Dr. Moore's and all raw and all fruit and all the, uh, the protocols. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I was also on a Instagram live. I, I was not one of the people that called it. I was just in the comments. And the guy who did it, his name is Juice Feaster on Instagram. Um, and I do follow him on Instagram too under my Virtuous Unicorns account. And um, he, I guess maybe his neighbor or somebody that lived in his community had an accident of some sort where it damaged her mouth and her face area. And he continued to make juice for her and whatnot. And, you know, she was talking that she believed that the juice juices that he made had given her body the ability to help repair her mouth and everything where it's pretty much I mean looking at her uh, visibly you couldn't even see anything wrong with her at all no I've I've seen uh, the magic with tattoo with uh, a few people that uh, I had the pleasure to work with and uh, the the huge changes that that happened with their nerve system but it's not only that, it's also um, mentally how you go from depressed to it seems to fade away when you, uh, and I think that is also part of when your adrenals start healing. But it's like, we cannot expect that magic pill, you know, we have to give it time. And, uh, and even if after a year, you're not there where you want to be, it's like, give it more time. There's no way back anyway. Because who wants to go back to to where you were before? Exactly. You just got to give your body the time it needs. I mean, you got to think about it this way too. Your body has to clean itself up. It has to get rid of all the old crap in there because I'm sure the inside, our insides look like those shows from those um, those hoarder shows. That's probably what our insides look like. So the <laughs> crew has to come in and completely clean out the house. And then another crew has to come in and then like do like a deep cleaning of it. And then the other crew has to come in and maybe like put up walls again or put a new roof on, paint the siding per se. And then you can start, you know, seeing the difference of it. So there's a whole bunch that has to go on behind the scenes that we just can't see. And you just have to stay the 
path and trust the process. And like, like Tony said, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back and start hoarding again? Are you going to start bringing stuff back into your home and getting it all, you know, cluttered up with maybe you'll get rats and roaches and I, I don't know. So you mean, just kind of visualize your body like that. You got to give it a really good cleaning out and then the sanitation and then rebuild it back. I like the way you explained that. <laughs> we we have to use that one. Please do write it down. That was a good one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I just have a very good imagination. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's a, you are absolutely right. That is, oh my gosh, I need this one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> So yeah, is. because that is so true. We look at it so simple because we have been, we grew up with the, with the pill thing, you know, that is, an, I, I heard some doctor said my, my, my physician that I had from, I was probably 20 years old until I left uh, the Netherlands. I was his first, uh, his first um, uh, patient actually in his practice and he was a homeopath. But, you know, in, in the Netherlands, to be a homeopath, you also had to be, an, an, you know, a, a doctor already. Or I think it was that way. And um, so, but he never, ever, you know, went to the, uh, the, 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 the typical mainstream media thing, uh, mainstream uh, medical stuff, the allopathic, oh my gosh, what is wrong with my tongue today? Allopathic. And um, I don't know where I was going to go with this story about him being a homeopath, but um, yeah, I got off track. My apologies. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it, it is just true. There's the breaking it down into that. Um, I mean, instead of like giving all kinds of technical terms or whatever, but yeah, at the end of the day, it. you're just pulling out the crap and yeah. you're letting your body rehydrate and you're using the water to detox it out. But I mean, you got to repair your kidneys, your adrenals. There's just so much stuff that needs to go on in there that we can't see. And we have no idea how long it's going to take. Cause as Tony has said in the past as well, everybody is different. Everybody was born with different things or people have been experienced, um, not experienced, exposed to different things too. So we just have no idea really what it's like. Um, I feel like we've touched on this in the past too. How do you feel about people getting blood tests all the time? Uh, not necessary. Uh, I don't do it um, because what are you going to change if you have a blood test? Worry. Um, blood tests are usually pretty pretty off, you know, because one day it can be different than the next day. Uh, then we start worrying about oh, I have an uh, I, I don't have enough B12 or D D3 or whatever it is, and that means that we are back now at the supplement parts. Mm -hmm. and and it's not healing and and i do know that you know people are getting need the confirmation that everything is okay and then but i talk to people who tell me like i feel absolutely great but my doctor said this is off and this is off and i'm like okay what what are you going to do are you going to by how you feel, you know, in, in energy-wise and in uh, symptom-wise, your symptoms have disappeared. So, but now your blood reading is off. And now people are getting worried. When you get worried, you add again more acidic, and then they are maybe I do need other food. 
and there is this big thing going on. It's like, my God, it's almost a big fight. And I even see it in the fence of Dr. Moore's group about meat eating. Somebody put in a post up and, and I, I left it up for a few days and I saw where it was going and I, I had to delete it. I had to delete the post. And um, it was, why is it that people um, see healing on fruit, but why do they also see healing on meat? And um, the, what is his name from the uh, Free Melon Society? He made a whole video about that. That actually, yes, it does happen. It did happen for me. When I, I ate eggs, I ate eggs often, and I ate fish, I ate a little meat, and I ate cheeses before I started to go on, uh, on all raw in, in vegan. When I stopped eating the meat, dairy, and eggs, oh my God, it was like a veil had lifted and I was feeling absolutely great. But that lasted maybe two months. And yeah, my, I, I didn't have the animal right foods anymore, but I was still eating, you know, the, the plant proteins, the, the pea proteins and my smoothies and the nuts, lots of nuts and seeds and fats and, and oils because, you know, I thought I was doing the good thing was before Dr. Morris. But so I didn't get better. You get better for a while. And I think that is what the meat eaters are experiencing now too, because you make a change and every change your body responds to that and then adjust again. Now it was amazed by, my God, this post got in no time, hundreds of responses and all the meat eaters came out, came out. And they were like, oh, you cannot heal on fruit and it has to be on meat. And it doesn't matter if you tell people that your digestive system is not for digesting meat. You know, it just rots in your body. It doesn't even really digest, it just rots. And it didn't matter. I mean, it was like, and there, there is this big thing going on now. And I don't know if part of that is, you know, with, with John Stearns going totally against Dr. Morris, although he does say like, yeah, we do need, uh, we, we detox on fruit, but we heal on, on meat. And I'm like, well, to me, detoxing is healing. You know, you give your body a chance to heal. Your body is healing 24-7 every day, your whole life. It, that is what it does. You get new cells, old cells go, you know, there's an, uh, the whole factory is always busy, busy, busy. You can, and, but can you stop it? Yeah, you can stop your healing by putting all the junk in and meat is one part of that. So I'm kind of curious to see where these people are two, three years from now and what they will be doing and how it will be going. And I now remember what I was going to say when I started about this uh, homeopathic doctor. He was never a person, and I'm sorry if I go from one topic to the other again, but I think it is important because we have learned that um, you go to a doctor and you get a pill and you take that pill and you feel better. That takes all the responsibility away from us. We have the only responsibility that we have been taught growing up was you feel sick, you go to a doctor, you get a pill, you feel better, end of story. 
not realizing what it actually does to, her, to us because there's no healing in a pill. You know, you, you, you suppress the, the symptoms for a while and then they come back. So there were people like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm having this two, three times a day, but oh, yeah, I have this for it. And then I feel fine again until the next time. So that is what we grow up with. And that is something that we really need to set aside. There is no magic pill. We the, the most important part of the healing is not even that we are eating more fruit or all fruit. It is the understanding about what it does in our body, how it works that when you take away the junk that now your body has the energy to heal, to do what it's supposed to do, which it cannot do with all the junk in it. And for me, um, um, meat is not something that we are supposed to eat. And um, every time that I talk to somebody, some people I've, I've talked to a year ago and they had a fallback and then we go like, okay, how do you, what makes you feel your absolute best? Yeah, when I was on all fruit. I mean, so, you know, Okay, I'll stop rambling. Your turn. No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, to kind of tie into that, like while you were really talking about that was, um, and I know that we've talked about this too, was that we are just that sick that if you move over to a keto or even an Atkins type diet, you're going to see healing in some way or some sort. Because if you really think about it too, the keto and Atkins diet is very limiting. So you're essentially moving to a mono meal um, of just either meat, cheeses, nuts. So you're really like reining in all the different variety that you eat. So it's just showing again, that no matter what you're eating, your body doesn't like when we're eating, you know, Doritos and Cheetos and chips and a sandwich and bacon. And, you know, it doesn't like all that. So if it can just focus on digesting one thing, you're going to already see improvements because now it doesn't take a whole entire army to digest that meal. It may just take like one squat or something like that to digest it. But you're going to see those improvements right away because you've already just taken one little step. You're going to see the negative sides of it though, eventually, because you, you just can't sustain on that. It, the protein, whether it be animal or plant, it just kills your kidneys. It, you cannot put death in and expect life out. Meat is literally injected with colors and everything just to make it look okay for you to even want to buy it there. And I walked through the store and the smell, especially the seafood area and everything, it, it literally almost makes me vomit. I, I hate going in that part of a store or anything like that. So I, I believe it's just because we're just that sick that even if you do even move to a mono meat meal, you're gonna see improvements right away. That is why I believe that we see improvements or people say meat heals. Well, it's not the meat that's healing. Again, you've just allowed your body to only focus on one item to start digesting at that time. So essentially, you're still taking away some of the crap, even though you're putting big crap in still. But at least it's just like one thing. And I'm, I definitely do not condone that. I do not condone hurting any animals whatsoever. As we've said multiple times, there's no way to kill something that doesn't want to die. There's no way to humanely do it that doesn't want to die. And I don't think we should. 
No, no, and and especially not well, especially not. I shouldn't even say that. I mean, animals have a family life, you know. They yeah. they are, they, they just you know we share the, the earth with with that species. I mean, it is amazing when you watch them, and and nobody takes the time for it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, how they can love people, how they can love uh, other animals. You, you see, you know, love blossoming up to, between other animals. It can be a horse and, and a dog or a cat. And it's, yeah, I think that is amazing. And they, they choose each other. How can we even, well, we don't kill the cats to eat them, at least not here in the U.S., um, but oh my God, I, I just see a picture in front of me from a a dog for for that festival in uh, is that the Jewel Festival is that in China or somewhere? The only festival I know of is is in China, and I mean there are there are so many people that go to China to try to rescue these dogs, which yeah, right. I'm I'm a hundred percent with that. Like it should be ended, it should be done. But this what one, about this, the yeah. pigs? What about the pigs? What about the cows? I mean. Pigs are extremely intelligent animals. They have, they decorate their home. Like the, the female pig, she will bring like little flowers into our little den and everything. They sing to their little piglets and they daydream. I mean, <laughs> they're amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, but that is not what we have been taught, you know, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh, no, it's only food. And uh, if you would ask somebody who, who is a meat eater, it's like, okay, here's a pig, now eat it. Yeah, you would like no. I'll, I'll get it from the you know grocery store or whatever. I was playing with my um, niece. Um, she's very young still. Um, I think she's about to be four, but she was eating chicken nuggets. And I we were on Facetime together, and you can choose little characters to be. So I was I pulled up the chicken, and so it like goes over your face, so it looks like you're the chicken. And I was like, "Are you eating me?" And she goes. I'm not eating eggs. And so she doesn't even realize, obviously she's very young, um, but you know, there's plenty of examples of that too, that they don't realize that chicken meat is actually that little chicken that you see running around out there. Um, so I kept, you know, trying to explain to her like, nope, that's, um, that's me you're eating. <laughs> so I don't know. I'll, you know, keep talking with her and stuff, but she loves her fruit. And uh, over the weekend, we also had a 4th of July uh, Independence Day party. And we had um, like a, another fruit cookie, like I was saying before. And there was a very, like a smaller child too, that might've been again, two or three years old. And guess what the child was eating and not eating. She sat there and picked off all of the fruit and ate the fruit and then left the cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Children know. Mm. They do know, and we, we kind of um, force them to eat stuff they don't even like and then make pictures of all the weird faces, you know, when they when they bite into it and we think it's funny. And um, I remember a video of an, uh, an, a, a child and she was she was maybe maybe three years old, it could be four years old. And um, she figured out that a chicken was um, related to what she had on her plate too. So she, she made that connection because of something that she had seen on TV. And this is like, she's asking her mom, is that a chicken? Yeah, that is a chicken, but I cannot eat a chicken. Oh yes, you can. 
And I, I probably everybody has seen that uh, that little video. See, it was in tears, but I don't want to eat a chicken. Yep. So, the, you know, when it comes to it, that was my reason when I was, you know, in teens and, and I was like, this is crazy, you know, we shouldn't eat that. And um, so I became vegan and, and well, no, it was more vegetarian because I did eat uh, cheese and, and eggs, not milk because I hated milk. But um, uh, later on, I was like, you know, Atkins losing weight and you need meat. And I was like, well, maybe that's what I need then. So there are, yeah, that whole meeting, I, to me, I wish that people would wise up and, and, and realize, you know, if it's not for your health, then, then do it for reasons that we're just not supposed to eat it. Absolutely. You know, to eat other, other species, living, breeding, loving, creative species, you know, who like to play. I mean, have you seen how, how not only horses, but pigs in, in, in well, the, any farm animal, you know, any farm animal, chickens in, in cows, they all love to play. <laughs> they, do. they do. And they're very, very protective over each other, but, you know. But yeah, when you mentioned with that, uh, what I was going at with the dog, I saw a picture of a dog. They already had amputated the leg, so he couldn't uh, he couldn't run away. Oh my gosh! And it was, and people rescued him right before he was being slaughtered. And it's like this is just so crazy. Oh my, yep, that's a dark, dark, dark thing to do. It yep. is, and I think it is dark. And I think you mentioned. Um, um, last time or the time before we talked about uh, karma and um, isn't karma that all the meat eaters eventually get kidney problems and get sick isn't that already the karma yeah god will yeah. god will definitely um I, I don't know you know it's hard to say what's going to happen but it definitely can't be good we have a question over in the chat about taking water pills oh my gosh taking water pills Doctor, i assume that your mom has edemia then that's why they're given yeah. the water pills there, there, there is a reason uh, that uh, a doctor prescribed that and um yeah i i would need to uh, to know more you know any anything what is a water pill even it's not a pill from water it, um, it either, what it what doesn't do even, does it make you pee more? Then you have to go to yeah. why are you not peeing enough? You well, know? my thought is too, like as soon as they do prescribe water pills, usually there's edemia going on. Uh, you see it a lot, like in especially the lower extremities, but that's just your stagnated lymph and the water pill is not really going to help that. No, and then people stay on that for a long time until their kidneys are completely messed up. Mm -hmm. <coughs> we have to go to the cost with that. So uh, your question, does taking water pills take more than water out of the body? I don't even know if it takes water out of the body. It, it, it may be, but why? Why does it need to take the water out of the body if you have stagnated lymph? I do have I do have an issue with stagnated lymph in my right leg. So if I not stick to my 100% fruit, then I can see that, that it's getting worse. As soon as I three days, two, three days on all fruit, I see it's getting, it's getting better already. 
-hmm. and and so it is it is that easy actually water pills is something that you that she probably has to keep taking and i would rather see um that any any doctor goes like okay what is causing this and obviously they don't know why would they otherwise give water pills mm -hmm. it is a treatment and treatment never ever work yeah, I would definitely have um, you and your mom reach out to Tony, um, you know, but my other question is, is, is your mom willing to, you know, start changing her diet and whatnot and doing like a more fruit base? I would definitely be trying to hydrate on the cellular level with the fruit juices and keep the water coming, um, but especially like um, filtered water, distilled water would be best. And, um, you know, you really want to be flushing out and hydrating. Yeah, but not too much water because then you get an, uh, a problem with your electrolytes, and that's not good either. Mm -hmm. There has to be there has to be a balance. Plus, does and the kidneys have to be filtering? You know, prior as well too, because otherwise, is anything is the stagnant lymph really even coming out then too? How does that work? I'm sorry, say that again. <clears throat> Plus, like, do the kidneys have to be filtering as well? Otherwise, like how does the stagnated lymph actually release to start coming out? I think even if your kidneys are not filtering as, as good as we want to see, there is still a healing going on. Because I can, I can take myself as an example with having pretty bad kidneys and I can still see the healing and in, in, um, uh, getting get my leg uh, better. So it definitely, it definitely works. So yeah, we, we do want to see the kidneys filtering. So, but, and that happens when you are on more fruit, but I'm, I'm thinking about when we ask a person like, okay, are you ready to completely change your diet? I think we have to go a different way because the way we're eating is so ingrained in our, in our system. Like, you know, this is what you do that um, we got to go to a point of, of uh, understanding what is going in the body, going on in the body, what is causing what. You know, if you, when you eat meat, this happens to your kidneys, your kidneys get messed up. When your kidneys get messed up and, and not filtering adequately, then, and your, your, your lymph cannot come out, then this happens. So, you know, have people understand what the process is in the body and that it's not only about the fruit, um, eating just the fruit, it is about what are you leaving out. And when you leave that particular junk food, because to me, you know, processed, cooked uh, meat, whatever, it's, it's all junk food. When you leave that out, you give the body a chance to heal and do what it needs to do. We, we really, yeah, it's, it's, we have to get away from all this treatment-based uh, solutions because they, yeah, they may prolong our lives, but, but in what way? And having a pacemaker, yeah. It's, um, it, it, there's a reason that that was necessary. So then you go back to, okay, what other causes were there? It's not out of the blue that somebody all of a sudden the heart thinks like, okay, I'm stopped working now. You know, now a pacemaker is needed. You have to go back to everything before that and, um, and, and, and go to um, uh, all the things that led up that a pacemaker was needed.
Yeah. yeah, it's um I'd love to uh, to talk with 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 both of you. I can talk with you first and then uh, and then with your mom and, or have you both on the phone and uh, we go over things. I work with a health questionnaire. I think there's actually a link uh, in the, in the show notes for anybody who wants to fill that out and and it's I made it a really easy link now. It is healthquestionnaire.online. And that comes straight to that can come straight to me. You can fill it out on your computer or laptop. Uh, on a phone, it's um, it doesn't seem to want to be filled out on a phone. But then I have another option. Uh, I have on uh, I'm working still on the website funwithdetox.com, and um, I have a a form there that can be filled out. So it's under um, services, I think but the website is not really finished, but you can't get there. So there is a way to, um, to get to that form. The beauty of that form, and I don't know if everybody has seen that yet, and I would actually suggest go there. Go look at that form because it, it is like a self-assessment form. You know, you, you're, the first page is, is all about, you know, your weight and, and your blood pressure, uh, your eyes, uh, pH, what are you taking as medication, uh, supplements, and what, what is your diet? But when you go to page three, it is all the, the typical things that are related like to your thyroid and glandular system. Uh, then you get the parathyroid, the pancreas, the adrenals, and you can choose, you know, if that is a current issue, if that is a past issue, or that it doesn't, you know, it's an, uh, not, nothing at all, neither. You never had any of these issues. But it gives you an idea about, okay, I have, um, oh, let's, let's see, I have, well, let me see, food passes through quickly to the, through you. That is related to the pancreas. And so is um, acid reflux, heartburn, indigestion, indigested food in the stool. Um, thin and difficulty gaining weight, having moles, having a slow digestion, it's all related to the pancreas. Now, if you answer all these, uh, that you have all these issues, then it is like, okay, you know, we need to work on that. And we work on that, not just with the diet, although diet always comes first, we work on that with the, with the herbal formulas that are all uh, tissue specific. And the same goes uh, with the adrenals. You know, a lot of us have issues with our uh, with getting to sleep and staying asleep. I know I used to have that, and it's not only uh, related to the adrenals, but it can also be related to the pineal gland and the pituitary gland. And when when all this is filled out, it's like you get a better insight about what is going on in your body. And uh, not that I that it is like, okay, I want to worry you. No, you need to know what is going on inside. And that is not a blood test. You know, the blood tests are so made that you still have no clue what it is telling you. And you still have to rely on a, on a specialist to explain to you what it is and go with what they think is, is bad. And you still have no, no connection with what's going on in your body. And I really believe that um, something as simple as this, uh, well, it's not really simple. Dr. Morris put a lot of work in this to, uh, to develop that. And I've been using it for years, but it gives you a very, very good insight uh, in, in your body. And it's not, it's, it, it's about the liver, the gallbladder, blood, the cardiovascular, skin, uh, your lymphatic system, 
a respiratory system, your kit, of course, kidneys and bladder, and even environmental and other toxic exposures. So now what I do when, when you say, okay, I need some help with this, and, and you looked it over, and, and I, I can go over that with you. Those are usually my, my consultations. They can take an hour, they can take two hours. I've been on the phone with almost three hours with people and we can talk about anything and everything, but that gives you an insight. And, and you know, sometimes you may think that you're doing the right thing already. And then I see this little thing in the, uh, what do you, you know, what is your current diet? And I'm like, okay, now I see why you are not moving forward. So I think that that for everyone, you know, these forms are um, this questionnaire or self-assessment, whatever you want to call it. It's important. It's important that that you know what is going on. So that was that was that. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe uh, next week we can do a share screen and we can go through the form, and then that way we can show people as well too. That'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah, you put the whole link in from uh, that I have. Okay, yeah, I made an easier link now, and that is just healthquestionnaire.online. Okay, I'll put that link on too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to type this constantly in, so I thought I need a shorter one. <laughs> Absolutely. HQ was not available. <laughs> <laughs> That's as short as it can go. Um, I was yeah. also going to say too about the blood test. Um, I know, like especially like when people are a little bit more weak and frail that the blood test too again here goes my imagination that it's like now your body has to sit there and start remaking blood while it's still working on digestion while it's still working on you know the cleaning up of everything and the rebuilding so now it has to work on rebuilding blood as well too so i don't do blood tests um and i don't know if i will in the future like I, I just, you know, I can't say like what the future holds, but I definitely do not um, do them. No, I, I, oh my gosh, I think it's for me 18 years ago that uh, I did a blood test and then I told, the doctor told me you are a walking time bomb. It's like, okay, thank you. Oh my goodness. Well, they, they tell me every time I would leave anyway, before they would say, you're, you're in great health. And I'm like, really? Like not even going to say nothing like, okay. And then, so I'm like, well, that can't be right either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what doctors can tell us. It's uh, it's scary at times. And um, it's, it's very hard to, to, uh, yeah, have the trust in yourself because I feel that has been taken away from us by uh, by using um, names that we cannot even pronounce. And at at some point, I thought that we had about uh, came up with about seven thousand diseases. Now I just learned that it's over ten thousand. Now look at your body, and mm -hmm. we have over ten thousand diseases. Yep, they've just How made it too that? complicated to where we. We can't, we, well, it is like an understanding because it's like we're underneath them, but we do not, they've taken away the teachings of how we can be our own doctors and our own healers per se, uh, stuff that was taught to us for, you know, handed down generation after generation, it's been stolen from us. And we just need to learn to take it back to where we can be our own family healer and we can be our own healers um, and put the simplicity back into the whole entire thing instead of the complication of it. 
I mean, it's like, you know, dealing, like doing taxes or doing the IRS or something like that. There's so many little ins and outs and loopholes and whatnot that um, it, uh, it, it's just too complicated. It needs to be more simplistic, the same as it is with our health and with doctors too. We see uh, more and more people. I actually had somebody tell me that she was really, really afraid of doctors now. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I like to stay away. Me too. I but, even yeah. almost have like, like I'm almost having a heart attack while I'm there. <laughs> and when they do take my blood pressure, they're like, wow. <laughs> like, I just need to get out of here. Like I just, whatever, I just need to go. <laughs> Yeah, that is the funny thing with taking the blood pressure. It's the first thing they do. And you come in all these white coats and you have to walk in the office and then they come up with that blood pressure thing. And yeah, of course it's higher. If you would sit there for 15 minutes, it's already lower. And if you take it a third time, it's lower again. That's the fun part of it. Mm -hmm. so, but yeah, I do think it is important to, uh, to, I don't know if we ever touched on this, to take your own blood pressure. And, and to, to have an idea about what is going on, because the bottom part is, um, is your kidneys. It, it shows you what your kidneys are. Well, the adrenals sit actually on top of your kidney. That is the top number. So um, like I had a blood pressure a long, long time ago that, that it was pretty bad. And it was like, um, oh, what was it like 145 over 85? And they say, oh, that's perfect. And um, well, it's not perfect at all. Not even close. You want to see it like 120 over 60, you know, 65 maybe, but not higher than that. And you don't want to see it lower either. So it shows you at what level your kidneys and your adrenals are. So if you're not at that level and you have other symptoms, then you know what you need to do. It's important. So I suggest everybody get one of these cheap wrist things. What are they? $30, $40? And, and check it. You don't need to check it like every day. If you, know, you would check it like once a month if you're serious about your health. So you know what is going on. And, and see, the thing is, your blood pressure can be on the high side and you don't even feel it. And so you have no idea how your, uh, how your kidneys and your adrenals are doing. So, and, and I think that is, that is, yeah, that is being your own doctor. It's the same with having uh, these pH strips and, and checking once in a while, how is the pH of your urine and how is the pH of your mouth? I mean, I thought so many people about, oh, fruit ruined my teeth. Well, you made an awesome uh, video about that with Charlie. And uh, so you can probably tell us uh, more about that, but I see that constantly, constantly popping up. And then we have a video like yours and Dr. Borses who talks about that and people don't want to see it. They, they It's like ugh, justification to not eat fruit. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I shouldn't eat fruit because my teeth got so bad. Yep. We, I mean, yeah, I thought it was, uh, that was, that was the first video that I have actually done with Charlie. Actually, it was my very first YouTube video as well. Uh, so it's over on the Virtuous Unicorns YouTube channel. But yeah, so many people will just, I've even had comments in there and it's like, um, you're lying. My teeth are falling out because of fruit and stuff. And I'm like, um, 
your teeth are probably falling out from something you've been doing for a very long time. And just because you started eating or adding fruit to your diet these last like couple of weeks or even months is cannot go back and reverse all that in that short a period of time. And Lord knows what you're still eating on top of that, especially if you're, you know, making comments like that right there, that tells me already that you have a carnal mindset and that you're very aggressive and whatnot too. So it is funny how what you can get from people's comments too and the way they are like are they aggressive oh probably meat eater <laughs> or at least full of something they need to get out of them <laughs> but yeah, yeah. They, that's funny that you mentioned that aggressive meat eater you, there are some people that say oh no the meat eaters are not aggressive the vegans are aggressive yeah, they think, then i think you know you don't see an aggressive fruitarian let's let's mm -hmm. be honest you know yeah, so it's either you're full of the meat crap or you're full of the processed crap that makes you all carnal. Yeah, carnalish anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you basically all it is is you're just reversing the acidosis because the acidosis is what's going to kill your teeth in the first place, and so you reverse the acidosis through a you know alkaline diet and mainly fruit, high fruit, um, and mucusless foods, which those are usually alkaline as well. And you will, I mean, I have yet to see someone regrow teeth. I've been looking for it, but I think, does Dr. Morse have a video or were you talking about a video? Because I would love to see somebody regrow a tooth or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he, he did say that he hadn't seen it um, maybe only one time. So it is, but yeah, how many, yeah, yeah. How many people are on 100% fruit for a long time and um, had bad teeth to begin with before they started and are now getting their teeth better, you mm. know, or regrowing the teeth? You see often people who were already on a health journey that are into with good and actually with good teeth and are now in, into all fruit and still have beautiful teeth. I mean, I know a lot of fruitarians, they have awesome teeth. But it's like with Dr. Morris, his teeth were bad. My teeth were bad. I mean, and not because, and with his, it was, you know, about all the milk that he consumed. For me, it was, I was a cheese eater. I could literally live on cheese, which I actually, when I had an, uh, a, a big show and I was away from home and I had to bring food with me and I didn't want to have all the uh-huh, junk food. I brought, you know, like like two pounds or three pounds uh, of cheese with me. And I was like, okay, when I'm hungry, I just ate some cheese. Well, after those, um, I, I don't, I think I was away for like three days. After those three days, I got horrendous, horrendous constipation for 10 days. Oh my gosh. Thanks to the cheese. Oh. And that is actually what cheese does. And it, it messes it up. It messes your digestive system up so bad. But um, yeah, I'm going to um, give one more example of like what I always visualize too. a lot of people that do eat the sad diet or whatnot will have irritable bowel syndrome. So they'll have diarrhea. They won't necessarily have the constipation with it, but they'll have diarrhea when they actually go or it is more like an explosive type, like emergency. They have to get to the bathroom. And what I always visualize is, you know, those, I think they're liquid plumber commercials where they show the pipe that's all filled up and there's only a little tiny hole that goes through the middle of it. That's what I visualize too. When 
it's that way. So you might not always have constipation. You could have the irritable bowel syndrome or the explosive kind of emergency have to run there. And it's because your pipes are literally clogged up and there's only a little tiny hole that goes through it, um, depending on how big that hole is. Um, so it's just another thing where you have to hydrate, that you have to, that GI broom that Dr. Morris has too, it has to go in there and clean all of that out as well. So it can go both ways, constipation or, you know, diarrhea or explosive emergencies that you have to get to the restroom. Yeah, it, and it can be one day this and the other day that, and it's all part of detoxing, so there's nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. When you talk about CI broom, I see a lot of people using that the wrong way, and I think we touched on that several times, actually. And it is really important to be well hydrated before you start that, you know, it's all a process and uh, that, that you go through. I, I just saw a question uh, popping up in the fans group about um, uh, should I start with uh, like a five day cleanse with, um, and it's a well known, her name is uh, Kim, um, a five day cleanse. And it's like out of the blue, I would say, no, don't do it if you are prepared and you transition already away from your bad food, I would go for it. And um, I feel it is, um, yeah, I lost my train of track again. <laughs> what I have today. <laughs> well, we've talked about too, where like five days here, two days there, like is there really a large benefit to it, especially if you go back to eating the sad diet? It is like, if you want this to be like a lifetime change, you know, you know that forever it's gonna, you do away with the pizzas and the, and the macaronis. I, I always come up with the worst foods I can think of. Those were all the best before. <laughs> <laughs> the most eaten actually, mm -hmm. you know, who didn't like a good pizza? Yeah. And I got to tell you, the pizzas that we had in, in Holland, there were nothing like Italian original pizzas, but they were actually pizza places in Holland run by Italians. And oh, my gosh, they were good. They're nothing like what you see here and lots more veggies and meat, of course, on it. But um, very good. So that is one of the worst foods for us. <laughs> even even it combines the, the meat, the carbohydrates, you know, like like the, the flour. And fats, it's like a big no-no. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you, just starting with leaving out, you know, those foods and, and go slow, have your body uh, get, that your body gets used to it, that you don't bring it in a shock. Because when you do that, you say, no, fruits don't work. My body doesn't like it. How many times I have heard that and seen that in the groups popping up. I cannot eat uh, fruit because this is what happens. And I'm like, go slow. Mm -hmm. Just go slow. I hear that all the time about orange juice. It gives me indigestion right away. That's what I hear. I say, well, then just, you know, maybe start with four ounces and build up to eight and, you know, continue to go. I mean, I, I was there too. I mean, it would light my throat up and, but I cut out other stuff and I just kept trying this, kept trying this and, now, I mean, I can drink 64 ounces of it, you know, before, you know, the afternoon if I really wanted to, and it does not do anything for me. It doesn't hurt me. I mean, I should say it does many things for me. Um, I see too that JC Razel says, when I eat acid fruits, I rinse my mouth afterwards. I never rinse my mouth. 
Um, but I mean, like I do drink water throughout the day, but I never rinse my mouth. Um, I just finished 32 ounces of orange juice right now. And, um, I will not rinse my mouth after that either. No, I haven't done that uh, either. And um, when you are on all fruit, your teeth will be so clean. Uh, as soon as you add anything with proteins, even plant proteins in, you feel that layer on your teeth again. Yes, you, you do almost like instantly. But yeah. I will say that, I know I've said this before, my teeth are so, they're not like weirdly white, but they're white. I mean, you can see like little things on them because, you know, I'm, I'm older and I have eaten things in the past. Oh, 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 that's no excuse. You're older. <laughs> We're not going there. I know. We are not going there. But my teeth are oh, white. Gosh, you're not even like. Not they're slippery, they're like they're slick. They don't have like little sweaters on them or anything. And I keep waiting for my fillings to pop out <laughs> one day. Well, that's the thing. I lost some of those uh, nasty fillings and I was just leaving it as is to, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll go in there and I'll put some lemons on it. <laughs> The weird thing is that that um, I never knew it. that was not until I came to the U.S. that people's teeth here were so white. You know, I, I always thought, you know, our original teeth are kind of little ivory, you know, not white. And then I came in the U.S. in the early 80s and everybody had white teeth. And I was like, my God, do I need to be embarrassed because my teeth are not that white? People whiten them like they use those whitening strips and they put these gel on them then they go to the dentist they have them whitened and yeah, and it's not natural no and it hurts your teeth you know yeah. just do it the the right way by eating your fruits and making them nice and healthy and strong um what's your take on like peroxide rinse i've never done it That's so I, I probably uh intuitive it's like no <laughs> i can't get past the taste no matter what it is so and again like i I very rarely brush my teeth. I, I still, like to this day, I feel weird saying that. And here I'm saying it like live, even though like we only have 16 people listening, but um, hopefully hundreds more here. But anyway, I very rarely brush my teeth and I very rarely floss. Like if I have something in my teeth, I will get it out of my teeth. But like if I'm in the shower, I'll just take my washcloth. The first thing I do, I'll like wipe my face off. I'll wipe off my teeth and that that's it. Yeah. You know, and well, with fruit, and with fruit, that's all you need. I mean, yeah. if you look at what is natural, all these things that have been made, you know, the brushes from soft to medium to hard and super hard or super soft, it's like it's crazy because you think that you have to scrub something because we were not born with with a toothbrush in our hands. Mm -hmm. It's it's yeah. In the the commercials for toothpaste, how much toothpaste they put on that toothbrush? Oh, vomit. No way. <laughs> oh my right. gosh. Yeah. Even when I did use toothpaste, you, my husband would be like, is there any toothpaste on there? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's on there. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That is what it is. But that is the same thing with washing your hair. You feel that it, you know, you need to feel the foam. Otherwise you feel it's not going to be clean. And even I am like that. You know, even and and I have been going out once one time a year without not washing my hair at all, just rinsing it. Mm. And my hair was actually beautiful. And then then I have this. I found a shampoo now, and it's like, okay, why do I need that that ladder? Why do I need that that foaming? The the idea of only then it's really clean. It's crazy. 
Yes, it is. And it's just what we've been brainwashed into feeling as well, too. Even when I used to use those uh, shampoo bars and I wouldn't get the suds from it, it still felt like I was like, oh, I don't know if this is really working. It, again, it's just what we've been brainwashed into thinking. Yeah, I even had, had a time too, but it was kind of expensive and uh, I didn't have that much, well, still don't money back then. It was uh, clay, you know, and there was this, uh, and I thought, this is interesting. You know, you can wash your hair with clay. Why not? And so I used that for a while, but it was kind of uh, left my top dirty, left me clean my top, my top dirty. <laughs> I also don't get, um, like my hair doesn't get oily like it used to at one time. So, no. um, but my no. hair usually is, I've never been an oily scalp person, but occasionally like it will get like around my ear or like on the very top of my head um, where it'd be kind of oily, but I really don't get that in. I do I sweat a lot like it was 105 degrees here yesterday with the humidity and everything and you know I my hair is just not dirty and I know I said this in the last show too like we don't smell and I ask other people like people that will tell me as well too I'm like if anything like does my breath ever smell does my hair smell um you know because you are still a little self-conscious of that kind of stuff as well too but you know, and they're like, no, like you really don't have an odor at all. Like nothing. I'm like, I don't smell sweet, nothing. <laughs> but they're like, yeah. well, yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that's um, the skin gets better. Your hair gets better. It's um, I, I, I love I love what I learned. You know, I think it's all amazing what we are learning and, and teaching now. And um yeah, well, we are um, on top of the over the hour again, and um, thanks everybody for being here, unless you want to still add something to what I forgot to say, uh, Sarah. Yep. No, I think we kind of covered everything. I know that today was a little bit quiet in the chat, but you know, it's kind of a quiet day anyway. So we really enjoyed it. We enjoyed our questions. We did get from JC Razel, and I hope that you reach out to your uh, Tony for your mom and you, and you know, get her on this healing path with us, and keep us posted about it. I I love hearing people's journeys, and that's why we would so love for people to call in too, and just kind of tell us about your journey and whatnot too. Yeah, I think everybody is very shy here. Very, very <laughs> there's no cam you don't have to turn your camera on so just no on. we we don't so you don't have to do that either <laughs> and we, even uh, if we did you, we you still wouldn't have to so <laughs> yeah you can just talk and uh, yeah we like to hear the stories and and how you're doing and you can even talk about your struggles i mean we do yeah it's not it's not an easy journey but it is an, uh, and and definitely an interesting journey and uh and more people need to, to learn this. I mean, so many people turning away from uh, the medical industry now that um, there has to be a good alternative. And believe me, supplements, it's not, uh, it's not the alternative. Not it is not vitamins, yeah. not supplements, yeah. not whatever you want to call them. No. <laughs> They're expensive yeah. urine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that that too so um till the next time looking forward to, to seeing everybody here uh next week again 
and um, we love you too. Thank you all so much. And thank Tony, thank you for all of your uh, <laughs> you You're doing great uh, too, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> Without you, I would probably rambling away for an hour. <laughs> we both could do that. Well, everybody have a great week and we look forward to our next show. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Sarah. Till the next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Q&A with Tony Wheel. Please see the show notes for ways to reach out to Tony and how you can submit your questions for the show.